Good morning, everybody. It's Jody with our 10-Minute Daily Devotional. Happy Tuesday. Um, this week is going by fast. <laughs> it's only Tuesday, but I feel like it's Monday. I don't know why. Anywho, uh, let me open this up in prayer. Dear God, thank you so much um, that we get to come before you today to talk to you, to learn more about you, and to just um, get closer to you. God, as we are... Um, reading your word today and and spending time with you. Please help us to just be able to focus and um, listen. In your name we pray, amen. All right. Hey, Amy. Hey, Jane and Kirsten and um, Brainerd and Carrie. My goodness, so good to see you guys this morning. I love it. Um, so I wanted to start off this morning by telling you guys about a... Um, sorry, I'm having hair issues this morning. So for those of you who can't see me, you're probably like, what is she talking about? My hair looks a little cuckoo, as it usually sometimes does. Not always, but today it does. Sorry. Anywho, um, okay, moving on. Um, the song I wanted to tell you guys that I heard today, I heard it yesterday. Um, I hadn't heard it before, and I'm surprised. It's called Desert Storm by Casting Crowns. And um, I don't know if y'all have heard it before, but I really loved it. And so I thought I would pull it up and say the words, some of the words, not all of them, for you this morning. But um. It says, I don't want to write this song. I don't want this pain to be my story. I don't want this desert road. Are you sure this is the plan that you have for me? Out here in the dust and clay, God, if there's a bigger picture, it's getting hard to see today. But I know that you won't leave me here. I don't know where this road is going, but I know who holds my hand. It's not the path I would have chosen but I'll follow you to the end. Lord, as long as I'm breathing, I will make your glory known, even if it means I'm walking on this desert road. Um, on this desert road, you've got my attention now. I was doing the talking, but now I'm listening. This is where my hope is found, knowing life is hard, but you're still with me. I'm not out here on my own. You are close to the brokenhearted because you've already walked this road and you're going to finish what you started. I don't know where this is going, but I know who holds my hand. And so then it goes on a little bit. But um, again, it's the song is called Desert Storm by Casting Crowns. And um, it's such a great song thinking about just hardships. And, you know, sometimes when you're in the just the struggle and a deep, dark place, um, sometimes it can be even hard to remember that God is there with you. So that's what I love this song. Just... Um, reminding us that God had a pretty hard road. Jesus had a pretty hard road, I should say. Um, and so he kind of knows some of the things that we've been through, right? He can feel our pain. And um, I just think that's a great song. So I encourage you to listen to the song today. Even if you've heard it before, um, listen to it and um, just enjoy and tuck it away for a time that you might need it. And maybe that time is now, but tuck it away. All right. I want to say hi to John Page and um, and Mashburn. Um, all right. So we are studying Joseph and we have been studying the different pieces of his life and how hard his life was, yet how he just stayed so in tune with God throughout the throughout his life. Um, yesterday we talked about how the cupbearer and the baker, he interpret, interpreted their dreams in prison and the um, cupbearer finally remembered to tell 
Pharaoh about him. And so he interpreted Pharaoh's dream. And he said, you're going to have seven years of famine and then you're going to, or seven years, seven good years. And then you're going to have seven years of famine. So you better prepare. And, um, and Pharaoh listened, which was pretty awesome. So now the part of the story that we're reading is when Joseph's brothers come to Egypt. So we're reading Bill Muntz's 52 major stories of the Bible. And this is what Bill says. Um, it says, so Joseph's interpretations come true. There are seven years of harvest during which Joseph gathered a fifth of the produce and then the seven years of famine, famine come. The famine is not only in Egypt, but extends up into Canaan as well. And everyone else is running out of food. Joseph's brothers come to Egypt to buy grain. They do not recognize Joseph. They assume he is dead by now. Joseph accuses them of being spies. They go home, run out of food, and they have to come back a second time. Can you imagine they go and um, and they don't know Joseph. They don't know he's still alive. They assume he's dead. They've probably forgotten all about him. Um, and they get there and they're accused of being spies. And they're like, what? So they're sent home. But then they totally run out of food. They have to go back. So um, Joseph is playing with them, toying with them, trying to teach them a lesson. He accuses, he, he accuses them of being thieves. And Bill says, if you don't know the story, please read it. We don't have time right now, but please read it. It's in Genesis, um, around Genesis 45. It says, you have to understand that these are 10 men who are foreigners, who have nothing but money, which they cannot eat. Of course, you can't eat money. And they are speaking to the second command in Egypt, the breadbasket of the ancient world. Being accused of being a spy and a thief is not good in a good is not a good situation to find yourself in. And then in Genesis 45, we get to what I believe is the culmination of the story. And again, I'm reading what Bill says. Then Joseph could not control himself before all those who stood by. He cried, Make everyone go out from me. So no one stayed with him when Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept aloud, so the Egyptians heard it. And the household of Pharaoh heard it. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still alive? But his brothers could not answer him, for they were dismayed at his presence. And he says, oh, I bet they were dismayed. Dismayed does not strike me as the right description of what is really going through their hearts. They were scared. So Joseph said to his brothers, come near to me, please get in my face and look at me. And they came near and he said, I am your brother, Joseph, whom you sold into Egypt. And now do not be distressed or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For the famine has been in this land for two years, and yet there are five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to keep alive many survivors. So it was not you who sent me here, but God. And Bill says, I do not know of any more amazing statement in all of scripture as to the amazing sovereign control that God ex executes over his creation, that even in the midst of horrible sin and horrible injustice, what you and I mean for sin, God in his omnipotence and sovereignty means for good. So it's pretty awesome that God used the situation 
for good. But I think what's really awesome too is that Joseph didn't hate his brothers. He didn't, he wasn't mean to them. He played with them a little bit by saying they were spies, but he wasn't mean to them. He didn't throw them in jail. Um, he didn't do anything like that. Um, he, you know, was good to them. Um, and so I'll stop there and there's a little bit more in the story that we'll talk about tomorrow, but, um, but let's write in our journals today. And I didn't bring my journal with me um, on this night away, but let's write in our journals today. Today is February 22nd. And let's write, Joseph knew that what God did was good. Joseph knew that what God did was good. Joseph knew that what God did was good. And so I think what, what the, the bottom line for me of this story is Joseph didn't use um, what his brothers did against them. He forgave them. And he knew that God's ultimate plan was that he was to be there to save the people. Um, let's write down our praise and our prayer request. And I want to say hi to Taylor and Laurel. Um, write down our praise and our prayer request. Just thinking of mine. All right, let me pray for us. Dear God, thank you so much for Joseph and how he um, he really was so wronged by his brothers, yet he did not hold that against them. He was able to look beyond that and see your big plan. Um, and that's a pretty amazing thing to do and something that I sometimes wonder if I could do that. So God, I ask for the the courage and the knowledge and the um, forgiveness that Joseph had in my own life, um, that I could some, sometimes forget about the small petty things and see the bigger picture. Thank you so much, God, that you're always with us and that you love us so much. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. I hope y'all have a great day and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.